0: Welcome back to the You Can Homeschool podcast, where Pat Fenner and Tracy Hegerman candidly discuss all things homeschooling—the good, the bad, and the brilliant. Go ahead and grab your favorite drink, find a cozy spot, and join this week's lively discussion— Hi, welcome back. It's Tracy Hagerman here, the, also known as the Happy Homeschooler. And I'm here once again with the lovely Pat Fenner from Breakthrough Homeschooling. And we have an exciting episode for you today. We wanted to talk and about hospitality and how homeschooling can really enhance hospitality. So with the holidays coming up in the States and further on as we head into the Christmas holidays. How did homeschooling seep into your hospitality in your
1: home? Well, I I think, especially Tracy, as you point out, this is such a timely topic to be talking about because whether or not uh, you find our COVID restrictions released, we are, as of this airing date, into like eight months i think of covid restrictions and so whether or not you're having people over for in the states for thanksgiving or around christmas time i think hospitality is really important to focus on and to think about because it's a skill and a gift to others that we really do want to teach our kids we do want to maintain in our home that air of hospitality so people do feel welcome when we are able to open our bubble and (laughs) and uh, add them into our circle and actually an excellent skill that can grow from our homeschooling efforts i know for thanksgiving we are having a different thanksgiving this year it's not going to be usual large raucous Crowd, but uh, there's still a lot to be thankful for. And so I think some of the things that we can teach in our homeschooling can still, we can still do that whether or not COVID COVID exists. Hospitality is a a big thing for me. I I love to have people over. This COVID has been really challenging for me because we haven't been able to have people over for dinner, or we fortunately have a very nice deck in the back of our home. And so we've been able to when the weather's nice, have people there. But we've had to watch who we associate with, you know, because of COVID, it's terrible. But even if it's only your family, it's time to be uh, exercising hospitality because goodness gracious, we can't live in a bubble forever. And we talked a few weeks ago about some of the freedoms that we're thankful for in homeschooling. But hospitality is a way to tell the people in your life that you're thankful for them and so that might be just your immediate circle but that's okay you know that's that and that's just as important and honestly do, don't you find sometimes that the uh, the people that are closest to us we are least expressive of how much they mean to us and i think that's a good time to this is a good time to Turn that around, turn that on its on its end. I know, I, I think it was just our last episode when we were talking about creative ways to look at things and how to foster creativity in your homeschooling. Well, I think we may all have to uh, figure out a creative approach to ho- the holidays and to fostering hospitality, but we can do it. And that's what we'll be talking about today. So Tracy, you shared some neat things about when the rubber hits the road activities that you kind of did with your kids. What, specifically for meals and having groups over and what are some of those things that I'd love for you to share them today?
0: Well, hopefully what I share with you is going to sound like I have a lot of wisdom, but I have to start with a little story. (laughs) When my three kids were little, I remember trying to do Christmas baking. Okay. So I, and, and so I had basically You know, there was a big mess of the kitchen, all that. And so the following year, I had vowed that I would have my husband take the kids out and I would have a day to, you know, get stuff together. So I did. He took them out, I don't don't know, maybe to my in-laws, whatever. And I spent the day happily baking away. And when it was finished, I had these platters of these perfectly looking, lovely cookies. And I felt terrible. Because I had made the mistake of thinking I wanted these, you know, when my in-laws or whatever came over and my family came over, I have these wonderful cookies and wow, like you know, she can bake and all that. And I had lost the what was important about a holiday. I had put others and my pride before my kids. And When my husband came home, I kissed him, I thanked him for doing that. And I said, we'll never do that again. He looked at me, why? And I said, because I missed, you know, Brooke getting into everything and that. So the following year, we baked cookies together and they were half burnt (laughs) and they were sprinkled. And it took us all day because we were doing these cookies that were they're called stained glass cookies where you actually break up lollipops of mm-hmm. different colors and then you form these cookies but if your dough isn't you know sort of even it'll kind of burn and anyways so it was kind of a mess but they loved it and we put this on a plate and we served it and it didn't look good but who was coming over it was family coming over and the kids could say oh i made this flower i made this looks like a truck or whatever and so i never forgot that because it changed the way I approached holidays and hospitality. And I remembered it's about family and building family memories together, not that the cookies look great. And I've got, you know, eight different kinds of cookies, <laughs> who cares, right? And mm-hmm. all that was calories anyway. <laughs> so that, thankfully, I learned from that. And so it, like I said, it changed everything. So when we would get ready for Thanksgiving or, you know, weekend of someone over, it would be, okay, what are the things we're going to make and who's helping with what? And even to this day, my kids will all get together to make meat pies together, you know, from the (laughs) dough. And sometimes even some of their friends would be, Oh mom, I forgot we were doing it today. So-and-so is coming over. I'm like, well, they can join in. (laughs) So so we do these types of things together, and I know, like you said, with COVID, we can't necessarily have people together. like Thanksgiving is different this year. But those memories that we created in the past with our kids, they don't have to stop just because we can't have a lot of people over, or maybe we can only have, you know grandparents over because of our bubble, or maybe we can't even have our grandparents over. We can still do those same uh, traditions. And so for us, it always meant, okay, let's come up with decorating the table. So the girls would research new ways of folding napkins. Because one year I taught them very simply, you know, here's a way to make it look really pretty. And I, you know, put it in a wine glass or something. And so then they started, well, let's research some more. So they came up with these, you know, really, I, I couldn't figure out what they were doing, but they had it all done. And it was, you know, even if it's only for your family it doesn't matter. It's just, it's a, it's an important time. And those are really the times later on that you and your kids will remember. For some reason, those holidays stick in our minds. And then it was things like taking things from homeschooling and incorporating them into those special times. So, you know, at one point we were learning calligraphy, So we made name cards. And even if that's, you know, just your family, if you're a family of five or family of 10 or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. everyone had a nice little name card and it it made it feel special. And we would also do the menu planning together. It was kind of like, okay, what foods, you know, we kind of brainstorm, okay, what do your grandparents like or that or what foods do you particularly enjoy? And it doesn't have to be the tradition. What things do you really like that you want to be part of this meal? And so we changed some of the things we did. My kids are not huge on turkey, so we did ham. Like, we just changed it, and that's their tradition in our family. And um, I think that story about, you know, sending the kids away, the preparation should always involve the little ones, in whatever way that is. And so, you know, they, I remember showing them, okay, this is, you know, the knife goes here and the fork goes here and the spoon goes here. And one of my daughters, who's quite creative, she had it backwards and I went, I wanted to go fix it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she said, no, mommy, I put that there because we're going to eat, I can't remember what it was. We're having soup and I want them to have that first. She had a reason for why it was mm-hmm. how it was, even though I had a way of doing it.
1: <laughs> right. Like,
0: you know what? It doesn't matter. This, she did it. She thought about it. This was a good way to do it. So be it. And who cares, right?
1: And if it matters to you, what we did uh, when the kids were really little is uh, we put out a piece of construction paper and we we set a place setting. And then I had the kids trace the fork and the knife and the plate, you know, they, so they made a template. I laminated it. And that's how they learned how to set a table. They would put that down, put everything on it, and then kind of slide it out or you know even if they made a mess, then they'd fix it again. They'd had something to look at and but it was very satisfying to them to be able to look I, this is I, I did this the right way. you know it was I mean air quotes here the right way but but that they could imitate something that they'd seen and learn taught themselves something. but I, I think what you're talking about too, you're mentioning that whether we're just doing it for our own family. Hospital there's a saying about uh generosity that uh if if you uh, generosity begins when you have nothing you know you, you can't say well when i when i have a million dollars then i'll you know share it with the neighbors or i'll give my family you know mom i'll give you ten thousand dollars when i'm a, a millionaire if you can't share the little that you have when you only have a little you won't share it when you're when you have a lot and I think the same thing goes for hospitality, too. If you cannot be hospitable with your family, you know, do things that are nice for them. Make a nice event, a nice meal, a nice holiday. If, even if it's just your family, you're certainly not going to have a hospitable heart towards others. It just it doesn't happen, and so doing things like you were talking about, we did the same thing with the napkins. One year, we our family celebrates Passover, and that that's a very becomes a very big deal meal. And uh, you know, one year my daughter, my older daughter, looked up all these napkin folding things, and you know, and each one had a different napkin, and she was having a great time. Now it was was lovely, and we do the name tags and everything too, because we often have guests. Now this coming year, we probably won't need name tags it'll probably only be our family but we're still going to put the name tags out because that's part of how we set the table and how we expressed hospitality in years past and we're going to do it again with our family and so one of the things I was thinking about too if normally because we won't be able to invite people in and I'm thinking about this for the holidays too for Christmas I have uh, as we're recording this it's early fall. And I have a spider plant outside that's got a bajillion babies hanging from it. And my daughter and I are going to root them. And those are the things rather than bake cookies, because some people are kind of a little with COVID, a little wonky with that. We're going to root little spider plants and give them to our neighbors for, for Christmas. You know, So we have something to share with them, even though we cannot, can't necessarily invite them into our home. You know, it's a way of making hospitality emanating hospitality from our home rather than having them in our home. Does that make sense?
0: It it makes total sense. We were we were thinking um, earlier, like talking to my family about you know not being able to get together, and I was thinking about the fact that my mom, whenever she would come somewhere, she always brings these little bags. And there's always some snack. It might be a little mint or chocolate bar, and a, you know a few little I don't know candies or whatever. And she'll label the ball with our name. So if it's Christmas, she'll put one. She'll come in with this, and she has 16 grandkids and five kids, so it's a lot. And she, and my mom is 80 now, and she'll still do this. Mm-hmm. And um, that seemed, that that hospitality that she had just made you feel special that you had this little bag that was just yours has passed to our kids because when it comes up to a, you know, a celebration time, whatever, they'll be thinking, what can we put in a bag? You know, like me does like, they would be like, what can we do? So I was thinking about that. And I was saying to my sister, because my sister usually hosts Thanksgiving and I'm like, can we do drive through Turkey pickup, <laughs> making a joke, right? <laughs> but I was thinking, okay, if everyone's going to be home, we could do a little drive by of little bags or something. So I, I haven't talked to my kids about it, about what they want to do for the, exactly what they want to do. But again, it was, it's coming up with those ideas like, okay, so what can we do in this situation to still show the love? It's important. Yeah. Those times are important.
1: And it's important to know that, yeah, there are creative ways to approach this, you know, to sharing hospitality. I love that idea that you were talking about the drive, drive by or drive through or however you I guess you can't call it a drive-by. That's a different connotation. <laughs> but our neighbors across the street last week had a drive-by baby shower, had everything set up in the driveway, and people just kind of dropped off a gift and picked up a favor. But you can do that for your neighbors, too, for Thanksgiving. You know, have set something up on the porch and invite them to come over and, of course, maybe not go come inside or what, however you want to do it, that you feel safe with the – six foot distance and having a mask and all that stuff, but, you know, just have a way to, to share hospitality that you're not necessarily inviting them in. Like, how how can you look at this creatively?
0: Yeah. And, and then even when the kids are like, especially when they're younger and I I shouldn't say, especially when they're younger, the the tradition is there. They, they want to celebrate every year. Right. Mm -hmm. But like at Thanksgiving, we would usually go for a walk because the leaves here have changed and we have a lot of maple trees, so we get a lot of the deep reds and orange and yellow. Like, it's just so beautiful at, at this time of year. And so we would usually take a walk, our whole family, and then the kids would come back with the leaves and they'd make little decorations. So it could be, you know, I don't know, just a cup with all these leaves in it or whatever. They would find a way to sort of decorate the table. And one time, this is just so funny. One time, their grandparents were coming over and it was summer, but they wanted to make the table look nice for grandma. So they went out back and they picked some flowers, like, you know, like more like weeds, but they, you know, whatever <laughs> they think, you know, flowers. I don't know if they were dandelions or what they were. And they had put this nice little thing on the table. Well, I was. we were eating dinner, I I looked closer, and there's these little black things on the table, and I realized there was some little bugs in it, and as we were eating, they had sort of, you know, kind of crawled down on the table, and I'm kind of like taking a napkin and trying to... And of course, my mother in law thought this was hysterical, and I'm, and I'm like, oh, I should take these back outside. She's like, leave them. Nobody cares. Like, good for her. The girls, their intentions were good, right? So, but it's it's those little things that they had thought that it'd be nice to have some flowers on the table because Grandma was coming over.
1: Or and, and see, that's the thing about hospitality too. Sometimes we think it has to be a big, you know, contrived. Uh, fancy, you know, multi-layered, elaborate thing and having some flowers on the table. It shows that you've given a little bit of thought or leaves in this case, you know, whatever. I mean, it just shows that you've given a little bit of thought, pre-thought to who's coming and that you want to make it a nice uh, occasion. And all those activities that you talk about are ways, you know, your daughter, the napkin folding, you know, your daughter was, was learning something. The leaves came from, you know, the result of a nature walk. So who knows what other things that you you kind of explored and learned on the way. Those are all part of homeschooling that then get to express themselves through, you know, in hospitality. And it's, it's just, it's a wonderful way to just show your kids how learning and life are connected. Like it's not a it's not a separate thing. Yeah.
0: And, and even them, you know, just helping with the food, preparing the food, the little one, peeling the carrots or, you know, learning to peel potatoes or whatever it's exciting because you're there and we'd often put on some nice music and, you know, be in the kitchen doing whatever together, getting ready. So it wasn't, you know, mom, <laughs> frantically trying to get everything together and the kids, you know, keep yourself busy, whatever. Mm -hmm. It was always like done as a family unit. So there was joy in the preparation, joy in the time together. And then usually, okay, it was a lot of pulling
1: hair to get everybody to help pick up after. (laughs) Yeah. That part of y'all, if you're listening to this and you have any tips on that, you know, please do leave them (laughs) leave us a message because yeah, even with five, it, It's still, it's hard getting everybody to clean up. (laughs) But like you
0: said, Pat, at the beginning, hospitality is a bit of a lost art. And in this time it's even more difficult, but I think it's like, what are the things we can do to bless others in this time right now?
1: Um, I think that is an excellent way to look at it Uh, rather than trying to kind of show off what you can do or what you can put together or, You know what the even what your kids can all put together is is to take the attitude of how can I bless others, is is at the heart of hospitality. You know how can I bless others, and if you keep that in your homeschool and your family and your relationships, uh, you will find that you you have developed not only a lifestyle of learning as we talk about all the time, but a lifestyle of hospitality. You'll become associated with hospitality, and people will feel welcome around you, and that is. I agree with you, Tracy. In this instant communication and Zoom-related society that we live in, uh, we, we are less and less letting people into our homes and into our lives in a meaningful way. And I, think I, I agree with you that the art of hospitality really is kind of being lost in the process.
0: Yeah. And even um, we've been going to visit my parents and my mom is having a really hard time with the isolation because Mm -hmm. she's so social and can't hug her grandkids and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So we, we visit in their backyard currently and bring our own camping chairs and that, but um, I've mostly gone with my youngest daughter who's um, uh, going to university from home right now. And before we've left every time we've thought okay what can we bring over for my grandma and granddaddy that um would bless them today so one day it was raining so we couldn't visit but we still drove over and we even brought them a little bit of timbits you know like it's a, t- a little um sorry in Canada, tim horton's timbits <laughs> They're little donuts. Um, So every time we've gone, we've actually brought a little something because it was what my mom would do when she would come over. She would always have a little tiny something so that it's a little blessing to her because that's a gift she's given over and over. And I know she's struggling right now. So to be able to do that. But my daughter's always like, hey, mom, what are we bringing over? Like she's the one thinking of it because she's seen it modeled and she's,
1: you know, been involved all those years. So that's wonderful. So yeah, I guess uh, this is. I hope this has been helpful for you, you guys as you're uh, as we're entering the holiday season, and you may be looking for how do how do I incorporate homeschooling with all this? Is it something else to add onto your plate? Don't look at it as something else to add onto your plate, and look at it as how you can model, as, as Tracy mentioned, uh, having a, a heart of ser- a servant's heart and a desire to bless other people and just go about your day with that you know incorporate what you're teaching your children and 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 they will be learning whether or not you're doing anything academic they will be learning a lot through during the holidays and let's just try to ensure that what they're learning and what they're modeling is positive and is a blessing to others so I guess with that, on that note, we'll wrap today's episode up. And uh, of course, if you have any questions, if you have any comments and anything to contribute to the conversation to, please check out the link that we have in our show notes for SpeakPipe, which is where you can leave us a message. And we'd love to incorporate any of your comments uh, in future episodes as well. And uh, please go ahead and do share. and like and subscribe and all that good stuff in podcast world we do appreciate your support and uh, appreciate being able to reach new homeschoolers whether wherever they are so that's about it tracy thanks again for your time i've really enjoyed it as always and we will talk to you in the next episode
0: enjoy your holidays
1: (laughs) take care everyone
0: Well, that wraps up another episode of the You Can Homeschool podcast. Thanks for joining us for another candid conversation. For more information on life changing books, courses, and coaching services, or if you have a homeschooling topic you'd like to hear discussed in a show, check our show notes for how to reach out to Pat and Tracy.